Hare Krishna, today we are so fortunate to have Her Grace Vanamalini Manjari Mataji from Siddha Rapids, Iowa. And Mataji will enlighten us on the topic of Srimad Bhagavatam verse 5.8.9 and Lord Nityananda Appearance Day. So today is a very auspicious day of Lord Nityananda. So, so please fast till noon and Mataji please take over the call now. Hare Krishna. Sorry, can you all hear me, Mataji? Hare Krishna. Yes, Mataji, Hare Krishna, we can hear Thank you now. Please accept my humble obeisances, all the devotees on the call. Thank you all so much. I sometimes feel Krishna is being very, very merciful to me. Um, he somehow arranged in a way that I could meet you all uh, again today and uh, discuss um, Srimad Bhagavatam and also about Lord Nityananda Prabhu. So before we go to that, um, we will start with Mangalacharan prayers, seeking the blessings and all auspiciousness of uh, Krishna, senior uh, devotees, Acharyas, um, Sadharani and Guru. Om Ajnanyati Mirandasya Gnananjana Chalakaya Chakshurun Militam Nina Tasmai Sri Guravinamaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Vistam Stapitam Nina Bhutale Swayam Rupa Hakadamayam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandiham Sri Guru Sri Utapadakamalam Sri Guru Vaishnavamsham Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sagana Raghunadan Vitam Tamsidilvam Sadvaitam Sabadutam Tarijana Saitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padan Sagana Lalita Sri Vishakan Vitamsham Hey Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostate Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Rushabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpatarubhyasham Krupa Sindhu Bhyayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Sri Advaita Gadhadhara Shivasati Kaurapatta Vrindam Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayam Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayam Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayam Narayanam Namaskrityam Naram Chaivanarottamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jayamudirayet Nastaprayeshu Abhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavat Yuttama Shloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki Shunvatam Swakata 
ಕೃಷ್ಣ again uh, this verse is also like a prose so even if it is a, a text uh, i'm not that kind of a good singer but i'll just try aho batayam harina kunakah krupana ishvara ratha charana paribhramana paribhramana rayena svagana suhrud bandubhyah ಪರಿವರ್ಜಿತ ಶರಣ ಮೋಪಸಾಂಚನ ವೇಧ ಮೈ ಅತಿ ವಿಷವಿಶ್ರಬ್ಧಾತೇವಯ ಮತ್ಪರಾಯಣಾಶ್ಯಪೋಷಣಪಾಲನಪ್ರೀನಾನಲಾಲನಂಸೂಯುನ್ನಾನುಷ್ಟೇಯ ಶರಣ್ಯೋಪೇಕ್ಷದೋಷವಿದೂಷಾಂಟ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಇನ್ ಪರ್ಫೆಕ್ಟ್ ಬೈ ಶಿಲ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾದ್ ಶಿಲ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾದ್ ಕೀ ಜೈ ಅಹೋಪತ ಅಲಾಸ್ ಅಯಂ ದಿಸ್ ಹರಿಣ ಕುಣಕ ಹರಿಣ ಕುಣಕಃ ದ ಡಿಯರ್ ಕಾಫ್ ಕೃಪಣ ಹೆಲ್ಪ್ಲೆಸ್ ಈಶ್ವರ ರಥ ಚರಣ ಪರಿಭ್ರಮಣರಯೇನ ಬೈ ದ ಫೋರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ರೊಟೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಟೈಮ್ ಏಜೆಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ಪರ್ಸನಾಲಿಟಿ ಆಫ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಹೆಡ್ ವಿಚ್ ಈಸ್ ಕಂಪೇರ್ಡ್ ಟು ದ ವೀಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಚಾರಿಯಟ್ ಸ್ವಘಣ ಓನ್ ಕಿನ್ಸ್ಮೆನ್ ಸುಹೃತ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಫ್ರೆಂಡ್ಸ್ ಬಂಧುಭ್ಯ ರಿಲೇಟಿವ್ಸ್ ಪರಿವ್ರಜಿತ ಡಿಪ್ರೈವ್ಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಶರಣಂ ಅಶಲ್ಟರ್ ಚಂಡ್ ಮಾ ಮೇ ಉಪಸಾಧಿತ ಹ್ಯಾವಿಂಗ್ ಅಪ್ಟೇಂಟ್ ಮಾಂ ಮೇ ಅಲೋನ್ ಮಾತಾಪಿತರೌ ಫಾದರ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಮದರ್ ಭ್ರಾತುರ್ಜ್ಞಾತೀನ್ ಬ್ರದರ್ಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಕಿನ್ಸ್ಮೆನ್ ಯೌತಿಕಾನ್ ಬಿಲಾಂಗಿಂಗ್ ಟು ದ ಹರ್ಡ್ ಚ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಸರ್ಟನ್ಲಿ ಹ್ಯಾವಿಂಗ್ ಗಾಟನ್ ನಾಟ್ ಅನ್ಯಂ ಎನಿವನ್ ಎಲ್ಸ್ ಕಂಚನ ಸಮ್ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ವೇದ ಇಟ್ ನೋಸ್ ಮೈ ಇನ್ ಮೀ ಅಥಿ ವೆರಿ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ ವಿಷರಬ್ಧ ಹ್ಯಾವಿಂಗ್ ಫೇತ್ ಚ ಅಂಡ್ ಅತಃ ದೇರ್ ಫೋರ್ ಮಯ ಬೈ ಮೀ ಮತ್ಪರಾಯಣಸ್ಯ ಆಫ್ ಒನ್ ಹೂ ಇಸ್ ಸೋ ಡಿಪೆಂಡೆಂಟ್ ಅಪಾನ್ ಮೀ ಪೋಷಣ ಪಾಲನ ಪ್ರೀಣನ ಲಾಲನಂ ರೈಸಿಂಗ್ ಮೇಂಟೈನಿಂಗ್ ಫಿಟಿಂಗ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಪ್ರೊಟೆಕ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ಅನಶೂಯುನ ಹೂ ಆಮ್ ವಿಥೌಟ್ ಎನಿ ಗ್ರಂಚ್ ಅನುಷ್ಠೇಯಂ ಟು ಬಿ ಎಕ್ಸಿಕ್ಯೂಟೆಡ್ ಶರಣ್ಯ ದ ಒನ್ ಹೂ ಹಸ್ ಟೇಕನ್ ಶೆಲ್ಟರ್ ಉಪೇಕ್ಷ ಆಫ್ ನೆಗ್ಲೆಕ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ದೋಷ ವಿದುಷ ಹೂ ನೋಸ್ ದ ಫಾಲ್ಟ್ ದ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ ಕಿಂಗ್ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಭರತ್ ಬಿಗನ್ ಟು ಥಿಂಕ್ ಅಲಾಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಹೆಲ್ಪ್ಲೆಸ್ ಎಂಗ್ ಡಿಯರ್ ಬೈ ದ ಫೋರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಟೈಮ್ ಅನ್ ಏಜೆಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ಪರ್ಸನಾಲಿಟಿ ಆಫ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಎಡ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ನೋ ಲಾಸ್ಟ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ರಿಲೇಟಿವ್ಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಫ್ರೆಂಡ್ಸ್ and has taken shelter of me it does not know anyone but me as i have become its father mother brother and relatives this dear is thinking in this way and it has his full faith in me it does not know anyone but me 
therefore i should not be envious and think that for the dear my own welfare will be destroyed i should certainly raise protect gratify and fondle it when it has taken shelter with me how can i neglect it even though the deer is disturbing my spiritual life i realize that a helpless person who has taken shelter cannot be neglected that would be a great fault perfect when a person in when a person is advanced in spiritual consciousness or krishna consciousness he naturally becomes very sympathetic towards all living entities suffering in the material world naturally such an advanced person thinks of the suffering of the people in general however if one does not know of the material sufferings of fallen souls and becomes sympathetic because of bodily comforts as in the case of baharaj parata such sympathy or compassion is the cause of one's downfall if one is actually sympathetic to fallen suffering humanity he should try to elevate people from material consciousness to spiritual consciousness as far as the deer is deer was concerned bharat maharaj became very sympathetic but he forgot that it was impossible for him to elevate a deer to spiritual consciousness because after all a deer is but an animal it was very dangerous for bharat maharaj to sacrifice all his regrative principles simply to take care of an animal the principles enunciated in bhagavad gita should be followed yam hina vyatayante te purusham purushar sabha as for as the material body is concerned we cannot do anything for anyone however by the grace of krishna we may raise a person to spiritual consciousness if we ourselves follow the rules and regulations if we give up our own spiritual activities and simply become concerned with the bodily comforts of others we will fall into a dangerous position so wonderful verse we are proceeding um they going forward uh, trying to understand bharat maras sorry so as we know bharat maras is uh meditating in the supreme lord and he is at a bhava stage uh he left his kingdom his sons his wife the people who has taken his shelter everybody and then he is now um he wanted to get liberated so he is at a stage where um he is uh, he is not having any kind of bondage like when you are in the uh, when you are in the grihastha life when you have a responsibility like a king um he has a lot of uh, a lot of duties to do so he kind of renunciated all those things um it is not that he left them out of fear of taking care of them he renunciated voluntarily all those comforts and um, he went to he went to the palhashrama and then he was uh, meditating there and uh, as we know he came across a door and then he he took care of it and what happened gradually maharaj bharat became very affectionate towards the deer and his life was going around the deer so previous verse if we if we all remember uh he sometimes kissed it out of love being attached to raising the deer he forgot the rules and regulations for the advancement of spiritual life so this is what happens when we get too much attached um to the relations material relations 
and we only uh, try to pacify them at the body level. So this verse says that King Maharaj, the great King Maharaj Bharat began to think, alas, this helpless and dear. So Maharaj Bharat is seeing at the body level. So this verse reminds us so many things. It reminds especially Arjuna's condition. As soon as we see this verse, Arjuna, a great devotee of the Lord, uh, he he also becomes compassionate for his dear uh, relatives, um, his own kinsmen, his grandfather, father, teachers, everybody, and he uh, he starts speaking in a way uh, which is not suitable to a kshatriya. Uh, he uh, because he is supposed to protect the people of the uh, Hastinapura. Then uh, he is supposed to protect the people of Hastinapura from Duryodhana and Dhritarashtra, their uh, evil uh, uh, kings, and uh, he has to protect them as a king, as a kshatriya. He has to fight the war. When he is inside the war, he should not leave the war and go. But he has kept the compassionate compassion at the wrong place at the wrong time, and he gets overwhelmed by his compassion. And he starts, he, he, he uh, uh, starts thinking in a way which is not suitable to his Varna and Ashrama in which he is. He is a Satriya and he is a Gruhastha. He still did not renunciate at that point of time. So he has a greater responsibility as a king. And just performing that, by taking care of that itself, he will be eligible for liberated. But he, kept, he keeps his compassion at a wrong place. And he starts thinking that whatever the feelings he's having, like not fighting the war, are so much right that he puts forward, um, he, uh, he thinks they are so much uh, right in place, and he wants Krishna to agree with him on that point, and kind of um, uh, waiting for his approval to not to do the war. When, we, when Krishna questions him, what kind of impurities you are carrying, Arjuna? That's when Arjuna starts thinking. So that means what? What I'm thinking is not right. Then he gets confused. I thought this is what it is supposed to be. I should be stopping the war and protecting all these people. But Krishna has questioned me, saying that what kind of impurities you are carrying upon you? That means I'm somewhere something is going wrong. And then he surrenders to Krishna and he asks Krishna, what is that going wrong, Krishna? Can you help me? I am a soul surrendered to you. And Krishna speaks Bhagavad Gita. Here, again, Bharat Maharaj, who has renunciated everything, who has dedicated his life for the service of the Lord and rendering devotional service at the level of a bhava, gets attached to a deer and comes slowly starts falling down from his position where he is so much closer to get himself liberated. So sometimes Lord puts his devotees in a position where he he uh, puts in a position like how um, uh, Bhishma Dev when he is giving his instructions to uh, Dhritarashtra. Dhritarashtra actually Arjuna laments before and Bhishma Dev uh, Dhritarashtra Dharmaraja Yudhishthira laments later at the end of the war uh, when Lord Krishna is ready to go to uh, go back to Dwarka after protecting Parikshit Maharaj in the womb of Uttara and then after Kunti Devi offers his offers her wonderful prayers, uh, King Dharmaraja, 
that is Yudhishthira starts lamenting saying that I have, a, I have uh, accumulated a sin which I will not be able to wash off. Uh, it is no point uh, in cleaning ourselves with the muddy water. I have immersed myself in the uh, ocean of sin by killing all these, so, all these people in the war. So he takes him to uh, Bhishma Dev because uh, Krishna wants Bhishma to speak uh, the rules and regulations of Varna and Ashrama and also make Dhritarashtra uh, see the things in the right way. So Bhishma Dev says that it is all due to time. Like if we see here, um, King uh, Bar Maharaj Bharata also sees, takes, says that by the force of time, in Egypt of Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna himself says that time I am in Bhagavad Gita. Same Bhishma Dev also says that it is because of time that Pandavas are put into so many troubles. Otherwise, what is lacking in Pandavas? They are all great warriors, devotees. Uh, Krishna is there with them. But still, by the will of Providence, they are put into so many troubles. But because of Krishna, Brahmanas and spiritual uh, Brahmanas, spiritual master and the Vaishnava Association, uh, Pandavas could come out of that situations every time whenever the calamities have come in their life. So Bhishma Dev advises Pandavas that never ever leave the association of devotees, Krishna and spiritual master in your life. If you hold on to these three in any situation, you, will, you can cross uh, this uh, miserable uh, human form of a life, um, any kind of calamities that come in your uh, life. While telling that, um, in, while speaking those instructions, Vishmadev says that the Daiva Tantram, plans of Krishna are very, very difficult to understand. Like how a mother teaches her daughter-in-law by teaching things to his daughter. So if, some, uh, if you have a new daughter-in-law in the house, you want to tell her some rules and regulations. If you directly tell her, she gets offended. So the mother, what she does is, she teaches through the daughter. She teaches the daughter saying, don't you know the rules of our house? You have to wake up early. You have to do this like that. When she's teaching the daughter, if the daughter-in-law is intelligent, she picks up those instructions and she follows that before she herself breaks the rules or gets herself into trouble. Similarly, Krishna also uses his devotees to teach the whole world. Otherwise, Vishmadev says that Krishna doesn't need to teach his devotees anything externally, like in a way that everybody should know. When we are practicing our devotional service sincerely, when we are chanting, when we are reading the scriptures, when we are hearing the Katha of Krishna, for devotees especially, Krishna enlightens them within the heart. So Krishna gives instructions to them from inside. Krishna gives instructions to them from inside to do the things in a right way. So sometimes we may be wondering, like uh, people may be wondering, like, you know, how devotees are able to control themselves, how devotees are able to do that. Oh, Krishna is acting for them. Krishna is, um, uh, we don't see the external hand of the Krishna. 
we will be thinking that say, the credit of it is the credit of the devotees that they are able to do the things by themselves. They are able to control. Uh, they are able to. Uh, uh, they are able. Uh, they are able to practice something. They are able to regular. But it is Krishna from inside guides them. Automatically, Krishna removes those sinful thoughts from the heart of the devotees and he tries to regulate them he somehow or the other makes them wake up attend gives them the determination to be regular for to the classes like just now when uh, mataji was saying oh thank you so much for being so regular ma uh, prabhuji and mataji so krishna gives that thought from inside to his devotees he doesn't need to store externally teach when krishna teaches to his devotees by putting them into troubles by making them feel, by making them show as if they are overwhelmed by compassion, then we have to get alert at that point of time that it is for the fallen souls like us, Krishna is trying to teach by using his devotees as an instrument. When it, whether it is in the case of Arjuna or the life of King Bharat, Krishna is giving us very strong lessons here that we have to take up. So here, so if we notice, when these devotees speak, they speak in a way that it sounds so much right. Then why is Krishna kind of saying that they are wrong? And when we go further and dive deep to the instructions of Krishna, then we will understand what Krishna is trying to tell us and what is good. So here if we understand, if we see with a layman eyes, the, life, the thing that Maharaj Bharat is doing, he's doing so, he's taking care of a deer which is an orphan, which doesn't have any mother or father or anybody to take care. It sounds so much right to us. And if we say that that is not correct, some people may say that, oh, you're saying you're a devotee and you are not doing something which, which, is, uh, which is good and right, taking care of helpless people. So we have to dive deeper and go further. So here Maharaj Bharat is saying, this helpless and dear, by the force of time, an agent of the Supreme Personality of Godhead has now lost its relatives and friends has and taken shelter of me. It does not know anyone but me. So here Maharaj Bharat is convincing him taking care of the deer by convincing the philo by uh, by telling to himself the philosophy, whatever he knows. And here it reminds us the position of us like we convince ourselves so many times what we are doing is right me taking care of um, me not practicing the spiritual life not following the rules and regulations is so much right uh, because I have to take care of my family I have to take care of my husband I have to take care of the aged parents I have so many duties to do so it is okay so then we start convincing ourselves that Krishna says that child worship is Krishna's worship. Krishna says that a woman gets delivered if she carries on these all these things. Or men, he thinks that these children are dependent on me. This family is dependent on me. If not me, who will work? And then I have to work very hard to provide all the needs for these people. And then over the period of time, we go beyond, over and beyond, without, without knowing without even realizing. So similarly here, Maharaj Bharat, as I have become its father, mother, brother and relatives. So he's thinking that he's everything for that deer. And if he is not there, the deer is not going to live or uh, taken care. This deer is thinking in this way and it has its full faith in me. It does not know anyone but me. Therefore, I should not be envious and think that for the deer and think that for the deer, my own welfare will be destroyed. So same, the, the consciousness 
the thinking, see the progress of the thinking of Bharat Maharaj. The, the verses that are going to come uh, later clearly explains the path of downfall slowly. He can take care of the deer um, and then with a detached, uh, with a detachment and only to the level it is needed. But Maharaj Bhattat is getting attached. He's showing a deer as a means, but it is not that the deer is getting attached to him. Maharaj Bharat is getting attached to deer. So most of the times we also think that the things, the things around us are actually spoiling us. It is not that those things are getting attracted to us. We are getting attracted to the things around us. So same is happening with Maharaj Bharat here. I should certainly rise, protect, gratify and fondle it. When it has taken shelter with me, how can I neglect it? Even though the deer is disturbing my spiritual life, I should, I realize that a helpless person, a helpless person who has taken shelter cannot be neglected. That would be a great fault. So this is how Maharaj Bharat is thinking. I should not be neglecting taking care of this deer and then I should be taking care because there is no other shelter for this deer. And Prabhupada starts the purport wonderfully. He makes us understand what is the wrong that here Maharaj Bharat is doing and how that is going to become uh, a source of downfall for him. Because he is at a stage where he is going to get liberated. And uh, he's, because he is serving the Lord at the stage of a bhava. Where completely immersed, everything that he was doing, he was uh, doing for, um, he, he was engaging himself in devotional service. He has left so many other subjects who are dependent on him. He was able to renunciate so easily all the appliances his own family, his blood relations, um, his kingdom, where all of them are also not having anybody else other than him to take care. And then here he is doing the same thing, what he has left. And he's, he's so much convinced that this is the right thing to do. Same Bharat Maharaj, when he is among the people, was thinking the right. When, we, when he is in the association of, say, uh, 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 sadhus, and uh, when he is in the association of his loved ones, he was guided rightly, he renounced and he came. Here he lacked, he lacked association of devotees. He is alone. So that's why the Acharyas say, however advanced you are in your spiritual life, do not think that association of devotees um, uh, following the instructions of the spiritual master or especially association of devotees is kind of a hindrance or an obstacle. Keep yourself associated with devotees so that you will not fall down and you will reach your goal uh, of going back to Godhead. Sometimes we see that when we are advancing, uh, we will uh, we will be like, you know, uh, we'll, we'll go to the temples or we'll go to any places and we start thinking that, okay, the person who is speaking uh, is not speaking nicely or uh, the kirtan happening is not good, is not very pleasing to my ears. So let me go and do by my own self. Uh, the lecture is happening, but I'll chant. I'll be just chanting my rounds uh, because this is more important. I'll chant extra rounds, 64 rounds that. So similarly, slowly, slowly we will be uh, like kind of going into a mode where we want to practice alone. There is a big danger when we are making ourselves alone that 
we will fall down. Even if we are at a stage of bhava where we can serve the Lord, see the Lord in a relation, we will fall down. So we should be always keeping ourselves packed with the association of the devotees. If we see in the 10th canto, Krishna praises the sadhus. Uh, when he uh, when he comes back to from Dwarka to uh, Vrindavan um, after meeting Draupadi Pandavas and everybody after the Rajasuya Yagna, uh, Krishna glorifies the association of the devotees, saying that association of the devotees will purify a person as soon as he sees the sages, sadhus, devotees, the Ganges and all will be purifying the person after a prolonged use of it. They have to use it for a longer time, then you get purified. But the devotees association, sadhus, spiritual masters, by just seeing them, by paying your obeisances to them, we will be protected. We will be protected and we will be, um, we, uh, we will be protected and we will be packed and we will be saved. So here, when a person is advanced in spiritual consciousness or Krishna consciousness, he naturally becomes very sympathetic towards all living entities suffering in the material world. Naturally, such an advanced person thinks of the suffering of the people in general. So generally, devotees, as they are getting advanced, they become compassionate. Paradukhadukhi. Vaishnavas are paradukhadukhis. Whenever they see any soul in uh, um, suffering, they, they want to protect them, they want to help them. They can associate themselves with that suffering and they want to, uh, they, they, they are generally saintly. If we see in the first chapter of Bhagavad Gita also, Prabhupada writes in all the purports that all the qualities that Arjuna is expressing are the qualities of a devotee. The devotees only can think of like that. Dhritarashtra was not thinking like that. Dhritarashtra was not thinking that for my greedy need of a kingdom, I'm killing all these people. But Arjuna was thinking like that. So whatever Arjuna was thinking, only devotees can think of like that. Again, Prabhupada here says that when somebody is advanced in spiritual consciousness, he is naturally compassionate, uh, uh, compassionate for all the souls. However, if one does not know of the material sufferings of falling, fallen souls and becomes some sympathetic because of bodily comforts, as in the case of Bharat Maharaj, such sympathy or compassion is the cause of one's fall down. So here Bharat Maharaj is carrying the body of the deer. He is worried about the bodily needs of the deer. He for a second forgot that the soul, there is a soul inside the deer and then he, he, if he, if at all he has to do a favor, if he follows his spiritual life nicely, and even if the deer roams around, the deer hears hears the chanting of the holy name and may get delivered. But he, here it it went other way round. Bharat Maharaj went down, and Bharat Maharaj is taking care of uh, uh, deer. So here he is saying that. If one does not know of the material sufferings of the fallen souls and becomes sympathetic because of bodily comforts, as in case of Bharat Maharaj, such sympathy or compassion is the cause of one's downfall. If one is actually sympathetic to fallen, suffering humanity, he should try to elevate people from material consciousness to spiritual consciousness. So actually, uh, whatever we have been discussing past week, this is what we are discussing. Compassion at the spiritual level is more better than compassion at the bodily level.
the Prabhupada is saying, if we really want to take care of the suffering humanity, if we really want to elevate the people from their miserable conditions of the material life, which uh, whatever the stage we are, we cannot escape. Um, the three kinds of miserable, uh, the three kinds of sufferings, and then also birth, death, old age, and disease. If you really want to protect somebody from those things, if we really want to take care of somebody, we have to take care at this we have to try to convert their material consciousness to spiritual consciousness. As far as the deer was concerned, Bharat Maharaj became very sympathetic, but he forgot that it was impossible for him to elevate a deer to spiritual consciousness because, after all, a deer is but an animal. So Bharat Maharaj, such a learned person who is able to renunciate everything, who knows what is the purpose of the human form of life, he forgot that he will not be able to elevate the deer to a spiritual consciousness by taking care of the deer 24 by 7 and doing everything for the deer and getting attached to it because deer is a deer is an animal the soul inside the deer is in an animal body so animal bodies does not have a developed consciousness. Human bodies have a developed consciousness. Humans have a responsibility as humans, our responsibility is not just taking care of our family, feeding them, doing all the things. Our responsibility is to elevate our consciousness, our family members' consciousness from material to spiritual. But what we do from the day we come, devotees also, we think that practicing devotional service means chanting 16 rounds, attending, uh, attending a class, going to the temple, weekends, uh, cooking, prasadam, uh, doing some service, and this maybe altogether takes five, six hours. Come back and engage in our material life. Uh, make plans how to earn more. Make plans how I can enjoy more. Uh, make plans how I can get rid of uh, sufferings. And Bhishmadev says in his prayers that tribulations that are given to devotees is uh, is also my plan because. I exchange a transcendental bhava with them at that stage. They are serving me in that tribulations also, in a bhava, and I am associated with them during that. So, when we are discussing Vishmadev prayers in our weekend class, one Mataji said that, that means we should enjoy even our troubles. Because Krishna is, for devotees, when troubles come, that means Krishna is present with them in those troubles. So we, if we are advancing in our spiritual life, we will be seeing those troubles as an opportunity to associate with Krishna rather than seeing them as a misfortune. So even the tribulations, even the troubles, whatsoever they may be, your kids are not following Krishna consciousness, your wife is not following Krishna consciousness, your husband is not following Krishna consciousness, sick, we are, we are falling sick often, we don't have a job, we don't have a good health, whatsoever it may be, if we remember these words, if we remember the instructions of Bhishma to Maharaj Yudhishthar uh, saying that the tribulations that I see in your life, the troubles that you, I see in your life is nothing but the plan, Daiva Tantram of Krishna. And Krishna does that to his devotees because he wants to engage in with them in a transcendent, Prabhupada writes so nicely, tribulations given to the devotees, even in that situation, Krishna exchanges a transcendental bhava to them, with them. 
So if we can look at the troubles in our life also in that perspective, our love, our surrenderance, our saranagati to Krishna increases even more and more. Krishna, I got this trouble. Whatsoever it may be, it may be my previous karma or anything, but I know that you are with me in this situation and you are going to guide me. And you have, Bhishmadev has said that Bhishmadev is one of the 12 Mahajanas and he's saying that you are going to exchange a different kind of a transcendental bhava with me. So I'm going to surrender to you. I'm going to hold on to your feet and I'm going to uh, practice. I will be even more stricter in practicing my regulatory principles, in chanting my, um, my rounds, in hearing. Maybe I'm only hearing one day, one class. Now I'm going to do two, three classes because this is what a devotee looks at his troubles. So here Maharaj is saying that it was very dangerous for Bharat Maharaj to sacrifice all his regulatory principles simply to take care of an animal. The principles enunciated in Bhagavad Gita should be followed. Yamhina Vyatyante Ete Purusham 2.15. As far as material body is concerned, we cannot do anything for anyone. Period. Only there is certain extent we can do. We, if there is a sick person in our house, in our family members, what we can do? We can provide everything, but we cannot take out their pain. Um, we, 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 we cannot suffer along with them. But if we sit down with them and chant, we will we will help, we will elevate their consciousness from meditator to spiritual. Yam hiva vyatante purusham purushar sabha samadukha sukham dhiram so amruta dvaya kalpade. O best among men, Arjuna, the person who is not disturbed by happiness and distress and is studying both is certainly eligible for liberation. So that is the verse Prabhupada is quoting here. He's saying we cannot, as far as the material body is concerned, we cannot do anything for anyone. However, by the grace of Krishna, it doesn't mean that when you see a suffering person with food or anything, uh, we, will, we should leave them. We should do the needful and we should not be attached to that doing or we should not be obsessed. We should not be obsessed by uh, like, you know, oh, now I, I am the only person there, so I'll go on, sacrifice my own practice, buckle ourselves first. Even in the airplane when we are going, what they say, buckle yourself, protect yourself and then buckle the dependence of you. Similarly, when we are strong, when our sadhana is strong, then we can elevate everybody around us, not just materially, spiritually. But when our sadhana is not strong, when we are, uh, when we are caring for them, we are only caring them for material things. And we are only doing the bodily comfort, which is not going to be useful for them, because either, either us or them, none of us are permanent. At one point of time, both of us will leave the bodies, and that is done. How much ever you care for your body, the whole purpose of caring body is to serve Krishna. If you are not serving Krishna, and you, are, you have stopped at caring the body, Prabhupada writes that the gnanis, when, when they go in search of the God, they go and they go dig, 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 and you form the root, root of the tree. If you form the root of the tree and you come back from there without watering the tree, there is no use. Similarly, taking care of the material body without serving Krishna is completely no use. So here Krishna Prabhupada is saying that if your sadhana is strong, you will be able to elevate everybody around you spiritually after taking care of them materially, whatever is needed. 
not like overdoing the thing. We may raise a person to spiritual consciousness if, our, if we ourselves follow the rules and regulations. If we give up our own spiritual activities and simply become concerned with the bodily comforts of others, we will fall into a dangerous position. So this is the warning for all of us how we should be taking care of our near and dear ones. Do the needs, do the needful, do whatever is necessary and at any point of time, don't compromise our own sadhana and put so many things on our plate that we give up our sadhana in the process of taking care of material bodily comforts of the others or ourselves. Sometimes people overdo when they get any sickness, diabetes or anything. They get so obsessed. They start reading all kinds of forums, Ayurveda, homeopathy, and then they all the time what they are thinking is how I have to lose weight, how I can look good, how I have to control these things. And in this process of time, I will be seeing that uh, what happened, Mataji, um, um, I didn't see you in the class. You know, right, I got diabetes. So I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I don't have time now for all these things. For some time, until my A1C comes down, I have to do this. So sometimes we get... We, we do overdo the things, compromising the spiritual thing. Then we have to understand that we are doing wrong. We are putting ourselves into a dangerous position. We may come out of the material condition, but we will fall down so deeply into the, uh, 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 deeply that we will not be able to elevate ourselves spiritually. At any situation, holding on to our spiritual sadhana is very, very important. We buckle ourselves first and then go around and protect the people around us. So this is a wonderful short verse. Um, I will uh, also uh, just a few uh, minutes speak about Lord Nityananda. Lord Nityananda. So I have, I always have it here. Uh, I never, uh, I don't uh, take the spots or service of speaking on the special days. Because I personally feel that uh, I will not be able to glorify Lord enough. I won't be able to uh, glorify uh, the pastimes of the Lord or uh, Lord himself enough. And most importantly, I feel myself very, very unqualified. Uh, but uh, Krishna's mercy, and uh, I don't know, Krishna is teaching me something here. Or he wants, to, he wants me to purify myself uh, by rendering this service. And it so happened that everyday chant Harinam conference call is blessing me that I unknowingly or knowingly whole last year, I uh, took up the sessions when uh, it is uh, festivals, special days. So this year I thought I will be more cautious. I will escape. Uh, but uh, today uh, Krishna and Rupini Krishna, Rupini Padmini David uh, Mataji has put me in a position where she reminded me that Mataji, you have to speak on Lord Nityananda's appearance day. So... Uh, because when Krishna and devotees desire something, uh, they are the guiding force. Uh, they will guide us. We don't need to worry. Uh, they will take us there. Uh, they will help us. So with Krishna, spiritual master mercies, I'll go forward. So Lord Nityananda Mahaprabhu is is um, a uh, he's Lord Balarama himself. So in the spiritual world, spiritual sky, Krishna first expands himself as Sankarshana. This is from the fifth chapter of uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita Adhikita. So I'm giving the references. I don't have my own realizations or reflections. I'm not that qualified. 
So I will be referring in referring the scriptures and speaking about Nityananda Prabhu. So Nityananda Mahaprabhu is um, uh, Lord Balarama himself, the first expansion of Krishna, which is Sankarshana. As we know, from Sankarsh, uh, the first quadrilla of expansion of, uh, from Krishna uh, is like the in Krishna Loka, uh, the personality of Godhead known as Sri Balarama in Krishna Loka is the original Sankarsana. Sankarsana means attracting deity. In Krishna Loka, in Krishna Loka is a transcendental place known as Svetadipa or Vrindavana. So we have Svetadipa in every universe and also we have Svetadipa in the spiritual sky in Krishna Loka. So, in Krishna Loka is the transcendental place known as Svetadipa or Vrindavana. Below Krishna Loka is the spiritual sky or the Vaikuntha planets. On each Vaikuntha planet, a 400 Narayana expanded from the first quadrilope. So the first quadrilope is like, um, so I'll go before one more paragraph in that, the fifth chapter of Adilila. So the spiritual, which uh, beyond the limitation of the material world is the spiritual sky, Paravyoma which has many spiritual planets, the, the supreme of which is called Krishna Loka. So the highest planet is Krishna Loka. Krishna Loka, the abode of Krishna, has three divisions, Dwaraka, Mathura and Goloka. In the abode of, in that abode, Krishna him expands himself first to four plenary portions. Krishna, Balarama, Pridhyuna and Aniruddha. So the four original quadrilateral forms. So in, from that, that Balarama is Lord Nityananda Prabhu himself. So the first quadrilateral expansion, the Sankarsana, from him uh, comes uh, the original Sankarsana, and from this Sankarsana expands another Sankarsana called Mahasankarsana, who resides in one of the Vaikuntha planets. By his internal potency, Mahasankarsana maintains the transcendental existence of all the planets in the spiritual sky. So, that the first expansion of Krishna, the Balarama is Lord Nityananda Mahaprabhu. So, Lord Nityananda Mahaprabhu uh, is the first expansion of, um, uh, of that. So, by the Supreme Lord's desire, Lord Nityananda, the origin of Lord Nananta Sesha, descended before him in the land called Radha. So, he descended 20 years before Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has come. Lord Nityananda made his appearance in the world of Srimati Padmavati on the uh, on the womb of Srimati Padmavati on the auspicious 13th day of the waxing moon in a village called Ekachakra. So he, he, he was born in a village, Ekachakra. Although he is the original supreme father of everyone, Nityananda allowed Sri Hadai Pandita, a pure and elevated Brahmana, to the play the role of his father. So when Lord comes, he gives devotees, devotees that opportunity to be his parents. So Hadai Pandita is his father. The Supreme Lord Sri Balarama is an ocean of mercy. By Nichananda Prabhu is ocean of mercy. All the spiritual masters um, in this world are expansions of Lord Nityananda Mahaprabhu. So, this day is so auspicious that with Guru's mercy, we get Krishna. And with Krishna's mercy, we find a Guru. So if we have mercy, he is very merciful. However fallen we are, however uh, 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 irregular we are with our things, however, uh, in, uh, how many ever impurities we have, 
whether we are not following the four regulative principles or whether we are immersed in envy, lust, greed or anything, if we can hold feet of Lord Nityananda Prabhu, it is for sure we will get mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And we have so many pastimes um, uh, which shows the mercy of Lord Nityananda Prabhu. So Nityananda Mahaprabhu is an ocean of mercy and he gives us the pure devotional service to Krishna. Only Guru, Radharani, spiritual master, they can give us that pure devotional love, uh, service to Krishna. Because that pure devotional love to Krishna is very rare. It's not, uh, it's, it is not something that we can earn by ourselves. We can only get that by the mercy of Krishna, by the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu, by the mercy of spiritual master. So he has appeared this time with the name of Nityananda. So the denizens of heavy, heavenly planets secretly celebrated this occasion, showering flowers and thumbnitous sounds of joy and praise. Lord Nityananda's appearance in the land of Radhadesh gradually increased that district's good fortune in every respect. So this is, I'm referring from Chaitanya Bhagavat. Again from Chaitanya Bhagavat, Adi Khanda, ninth chapter, we see Lord Nityananda Mahaprabhu's uh, childhood pastimes. So when he was a child, from childhood itself, Lord Nityananda Prabhu used to role play uh, like Krishna, the pastimes of Lord Krishna in Vrindavan. And he also used to role play uh, like Rama. All the pastimes of Krishna, Nityananda Prabhu um, used to do the role play when he was a child himself. Um, and then later we know how Nityanand uh, uh, Mahaprabhu, as we all know, Nityanand Mahaprabhu is not, um, is a spiritual brother of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Like unlike Balarama and Krishna, where they were, uh, they appeared uh, uh, like uh, uh, like uh, brother and, uh, brothers, here they are spiritual brothers. They did not appear uh, for the same mother and father. Lord Nityanand Mahaprabhu's uh, father's uh, mother, father and mother are different than Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's father. That Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's brother Visram, Visvambara, uh, uh, he is um, he uh, could tie, uh, took sannyasa very early. He is different, and I always uh, this particular pastime when I, um, I every time when I when I can remember uh, when I think of Lord Nityananda Prabhu, the famous pastime that comes to my mind is Jagayan Madar. So this pastime, I, I, there are so many pastimes, but I thought that I will bring this pastime out from Chaitanya, Chaitanya Bhagavat. Um, and then uh, we can uh, remember and we can see how merciful Lord Nityananda Mahaprabhu is. Uh, so one day, Nityananda Mahaprabhu used to go uh, to every house and knock every door and ask them to uh, chant the holy names of the Lord. That's how he preached. Nowadays, we just uh, sit in our own houses comfortably in front of our own computers and Krishna is giving us an opportunity to render a service of speaking about Bhagavatam or speaking about Chaitanya Charitamrita and everything now has become offline, uh, online. Uh, so uh, people are rendering uh, service from their homes and that itself becomes so difficult sometimes. But there, uh, at that, uh, Chaitanya Anityananda Mahaprabhu used to go, knock each and every door. Like how the people now do distribute the books. Uh, it actually, uh, no, uh, book distribution can purify us from all levels because they face so many challenges. They, they encounter strangers and they ask, they give Krishna, they try to give Krishna and uh, nectar to them. 
and uh, they face so many challenges. They 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 have to have so much control on themselves uh, uh, that uh, no, they should not be reacting. They should be humble. Uh, they should be still loving, and they should not be worrying if anybody speaks anything uh, not in a way which is good. So so much challenge. So here one day Chaitanya Mahaprabhu suddenly expressed very deep feeling in his heart, and he had called upon Lord Nityananda and Sri Haridas Thakura. Haridas Thakura, as you know, um, was born in a Muslim family, but by chanting the holy name, he became supermost proponent of love of Godhead. So Lord Gauranga, with great feelings of love in his heart, told Lord Nityananda and Haridas Thakura that I want you to go to every house, to every shop to every person in all the land and I want you to humbly beg them to take the names of Krishna, to worship Krishna, to make Krishna their life and soul and in this way achieve the love of God. So these are the instructions uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has given to Lord uh, Nityananda and make their human's life perfection and do not let anyone go unless they accept the holy names. You don't have to say anything else to them but simply chant the holy names. So Lord Nityananda Prabhu and Haridas Thakura, um, how humbly they accepted the orders of uh, Gaurang Mahaprabhu. So it is described that Lord Nityananda would go to people's house, even to the most fallen, sinful, even to the outcast, and he made no discrimination, and with folded arms begged them, kindly chant the holy names of Krishna. Please worship Krishna, because it is Krishna who is your only shelter, your only friend, he is the supreme treasure of wealth in your life. So these are the things Nityananda Mahaprabhu used to go door to door and say. And if they refused to this level, I, I just whenever I read this from this past time, if they refused, he would fall upon his hands and knees and he would beg them, kindly do not waste your human form of life, which is so difficult to attain. Take the name of Krishna. It is your only hope. And if he still refuses, he would prostrate himself in full dandavas and clasp onto their feet and would cry with tears of love and compassion and beg them, please, I beg you to take the names of Krishna. Why must you accept the tortures of birth and death? Simply chant the holy names and enter into the ocean of the love of God. In they, if they would still refuse, he would roll in the dust before them, pleading them with them, to kindly take the names of Kauranga. So we just, I, I, I was just surprised when these two things fall in this verse and this verse. So it is so clear how we should be compassionate about the people. So when we take the Bharat Maharaj's case, that is what Ma, uh, Prabhupada is saying. We try to elevate the people around you to the spiritual consciousness. So this is what Nityanand Mahaprabhu is doing. This is what we should be doing. If at all we really want to take care of the people around us, somehow or the other, we should give Krishna to them. The deliverance of Chagai Madai acquaints us with the mercy of Nityananda. So in uh, Gaura uh, Ganodesha Deepika, it is said that two brothers, Jagai and Madai, were formerly the doorkeepers named Jaya and Vijaya, who later became Hiranyaksha and Hiranyakashipu. Jagai mother were actually they were born in a most respectable family, but they adapted the professions of thieves and rogues, and thus became like you know uh, uh, implicated in all kinds of undesirable activities, women hunting, intoxication, gambling, what not. They kind of uh, broke all the four regulatory principles, and they put themselves in the places where Kali can grow uh, exponentially. 
So one day Nityanand Prabhu was walking down a main road of Navadvipa and he came upon a roaring crowd. Upon inquiring, they said that two drunken brothers, former Brahmanas, are now fallen into this kind of sinful activities, were making fool of themselves before everyone and creating a disturbance. They are like uh, becoming naked and doing all those kinds of um, uh, nonsense things. Nityanand Prabhu concluded these these degraded brothers were ideal recipients of Lord Chaitanya's mercy. So we should not be judging the people. When if the people are more fallen, we should be knowing if the people are more suffering, if they are near to their death or they are uh, they are more uh, suffering, then we should understand that they should be the recipients of our spirit uh, of holy name of Krishna, and we should be somehow or the other uh, bring them Krishna to uh, closer to them. If these two be delivered. He reasoned that that would glorify Lord Chaitanya as the deliverer of the most false soul. So he understood that in his mind he made a, a plan and he approached them. So uh, emerging into, into an opening in the center of the road, Nityanand Prabhu approached the rowdy pair of uh, bra uh, uh, brothers and has, asked them, see him, and asked them humbly to chant the holy name of Lord Krishna. This enraged the two brothers, however, who began to swear at Nityanand Prabhu and then chase him. Um, of course, no one can defame or harm Nityananda Mahaprabhu. He is the Supreme Personality of God Himself. But such is his transcendental pastime as a humble at a bold preacher of Krishna consciousness because he is a spiritual master. There is nobody other, uh, they, there, there, is, there cannot be anybody who is more merciful than our spiritual master. We may not be closer to our spiritual master, like uh, uh, we may not be able to do the Vapu Seva, but we should be every day doing Vani Seva. Make sure you listen to your spiritual master's lecture, 10 minutes at least a day. Go and read his instructions. Go and read his question and answer sessions. How he is answering. Hear his lectures. Um, see his instructions. Make make his instructions as your life and goal. Prabhupada says that if you can serve the spiritual master, you are guaranteed you will go back to Godhead. So when Lord Chaitanya learned, uh, like you know, he went and then he, uh, so like this Nityananda Prabhu and when Lord uh, uh, preached Jagai and Madai. When Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu learned that day that Nityananda Prabhu had attempted to deliver the fallen souls, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is very happy. Okay, you are trying to um, yeah, elevate the consciousness of these two people. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu felt very happy. So by serving the fallen souls, by giving Krishna to the fallen souls, uh, he, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, he made Chaitanya Mahaprabhu very happy. The next day, Nityanand Prabhu went to see the two brothers, but as soon as he approached them, Madai threw an earthen pot at him, striking him on his forehead and causing blood to flow from his transcendental body. This, of course, was a great offense because he, uh, at Nityanand Prabhu did not say anything. Out of his great compassion for these doomed souls, forgive, he forgave them and again humbly requested them. At this point also, Nityanand Mahaprabhu is saying, Chant Hare Krishna. I see His Holiness Jayapatak Swami Maharaj's instructions every time. He says, chant, follow your regulative principles. I feel like, you know, to just always my motive, my goal, because I'm not qualified to uh, please Krishna. So I always think that if I can please Guru Maharaj, my life is successful. Whatever he says, I'll go ahead and do. I'll follow. So that should, that should be the mood for all of us. If we have that determination, our path to success in spiritual life is guaranteed. So Jagai 
So he, even at that stage, he was requesting them to chant, and Jagai was astonished, astonished. Like you know, he was like immediately he fell at the feet of uh, feet of Nityan and Prabhu, begging him to pardon his foolish brother. An act of divine mercy, Lord Nityananda had dispensed even before Jagai and Mother requested. Even before they requested, Nityananda Mahaprabhu has forgive uh, has forgiven them. But Madai again turned on Lord Nityananda to harm him. Jagai is actually pleading, but Madai has again, again turned on. Jagai stopped him and implored him to surrender to Nityanand Prabhu. Suddenly, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared on the scene. Furious that someone had offended Nityanand Prabhu, invoking his ultimate weapon, Sudarshana disc. Until then, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not take any weapon. He was only in the mood of a devotee. He did not come... He did not reveal to anybody that he is Supreme Lord Krishna himself. But when he realized that an offense has made to his devotee, to the spiritual master, then Lord Nitya, uh, Jagai, uh, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was angry. When Jagai and Madai saw the wrath of Gauranga, more deadly than the wrath of Nasim Madhav personified, and Sudarsana checked brilliant like millions of sons ready to severe their hearts, they became very sober and fearful. Gaurang Mahaprabhu, in a voice full of divine wrath, said, For the offense done to my devotee today, you will die. Lord Nityananda, with such love and such kindness, he held the arm of Sri Gaurang Mahaprabhu and said, Please, my Lord, don't hurt them. He said, Actually, my Lord, what really happened is, Madai went to hit me, but Jagai was so kind that he stopped him. But accidentally, his, the pot fell on my head. But it does not even hurt me. I promise, my Lord, it does not even hurt the slightest. Look, I am smiling. Please be kind upon them. Don't injure them. Show them your love and mercy. So this is what the spiritual master will do to us. He say that, you know, I have seen this devotee. He's having so much problem in his house. Um, he's having so much troubles. He's not having a job. He's have a sick wife. But still he followed his rules and regulations. Still he chanted his rounds. Please, Krishna. Please take him go back to Godhead. Please shower your mercy on this poor soul. That's how Prabhupada, that's how a uh, uh, spiritual master will recommend us to Krishna. Otherwise, we are nowhere qualified to get the attention of Krishna. Because of the recommendation of our spiritual master and the devotees of the Lord, he, he looks at us. Lord Nityananda turned to Lord Gaurang Mahaprabhu and then he said, I pray, my Lord, if I have accredited any pious credit throughout my devotional service, throughout my life, that to be were to be, uh, were to that be credited, that I may take on the sins of these rascals and make them your devotees. So this is what the spiritual masters do. They take at the time of initiation whatever the sins that we have and they want us to go back to uh, Supreme Personality of Godhead. And Lord Nichananda Mahaprabhu is showing that is uh, to all the is enacting that and showing how merciful a spiritual master will be. And when Sri Gauranga Mahaprabhu heard that Jagai had tried to protect Lord Nityananda, so that small act of protecting a devotee of Krishna or rendering a service of Krishna, Krishna got so pleased that he said his heart softened and Sri Gauranga Mahaprabhu with great love he embraced Jagai and upon his embrace. Uh, love of God entered his heart and he fell to the ground unconscious in a sore of ecstasy and fell at the feet of Sri Gauranga Mahaprabhu, begged his forgiveness. And Lord Gauranga said to Jagai, because you have tried to protect my devotee today, 
I am giving you the protection of all perfections that even the Brahma, Shiva are aspiring for. Prema Bhakti. Prema Bhakti is very, very difficult to attain. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to preach that to us. That is the last stage. And Jagai, with ecstatic tears flowing from his eyes, fell at the feet of Gauranga and at the feet of Lord Nityananda. Upon seeing this, Madai's heart also changed. He also fell at the feet of Lord Gauranga Mahaprabhu. We are two brothers. All our sins we have committed through our lives, we have done together. All the murders, Klaus daughter, raids, houses we have burnt, what not we have done. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then replied saying that, because you have offended Nityananda, I have no power to forgive you. I won't be forgiving you because you have offended my devotee. It is only if you fall at the lotus feet of Nityananda and gain his favor, uh, the love of God will come to your life. So he did not forgive Madai because he has offended a devotee. So offenses, offenses towards spiritual master, offenses towards the fellow devotees, our, our family members also, if they are chanting, they are devotees. We have to be so careful. Familiarity breeds contempt. So we have to be careful not offending them. So Madai fell at the lotus feet of Nityananda and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said to Lord Nityananda, you see Madai is at your feet and if you forgive him, your life will be perfect. Kindly lift him and embrace him. So he lifted him and he forgave uh, him. He already did before, even before he fell at his feet. Uh, so Lord Nityananda, who was still soaked with blood, the blood which was still gushing out from his head, embraced Madai. And when he embraced, his own safety of love entered his heart. So they both, they were both rolling into the ground, so repenting for their sins that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu told them that, uh, no, you must owe to me that from now on you are not going to do, uh, you are not going to do any sins, you are not going to lead any sinful life. Now, my Lord, we have attained the eternal shelter of your lotus feet and your only engagements will be your loving service. So Lord Gauranga said, now you come home with me. So Jagai and Madai went to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's home and Sachimata cooked prasad for them, for everyone. And all the devotees ate. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu begged all the Vaishnavas there to forgive Jagai and Madhu. So this is something Lord will do us. So we cannot go and ask forgiveness for all the sins that we have done from all our past lives. So once we surrender to our spiritual master, he helps us. He takes us to Krishna and Krishna will remove all our sins. Sarva Dharman Parityadya Mamekam Saranam Bhaja and Hamtam Sarva Papi. He will remove all the sins. Whatever heinous sins that we have done, he will remove and he will deliver us. So this pastime of Jagai and Madai, I remember and uh, this is something whenever I lack, whenever I lose motivation, whenever I feel monotonous, whenever I feel like I can't do any service, I remember Lord Nityananda Mahaprabhu and Haridas Thakura, how they went to each and every door and they begged each and every person to chant. So I feel like when, I know, I feel as if they are coming and knocking on my door and asking me to chant. I don't know about my getting, about me getting delivered, uh, me reaching Krishna, but because somebody is knocking my door and asking me to chant, I will chant. So this is something as a personal uh, reflection. I always uh, um, keep and uh, I keep, uh, I have a picture of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Lord Nityananda. Um, so I always remember Lord Nityananda Prabhu even before Gauranga Mahaprabhu. Um, and then uh, uh, I chant. I, I get up, I 
bring up my mood i bring back my to uh, uh, myself to normal uh, so this is the past time very close to my heart and i thought i will uh, share with you all discuss with you all this past time on lord nityananda prabhu's appearance day there are so many other past times of lord nityananda prabhu prabhu but we have a limited time and so thank you all so much uh, for this opportunity to glorify the lord uh, if any one of you wants to add anything please go ahead and uh, correct me anywhere uh, please go ahead and give me your feedback comments um, i will try to correct myself and improve myself hari krishna hari krishna mata ji my dhanat pranam to you shri prapat ki jai guru maharaj ki jai such a wonderful class of uh, shrimad bhagavatam and realization starting our day today in the morning you know we was we are so fortunate to hear from you you know and definitely krishna makes arrangements uh, you know that uh, somewhere in your heart you must be desiring so he made arrangement mataji and yes uh, you know like i initially when i came into krishna consciousness i didn't know much about lord nityananda you know but mm-hmm. there are so many devotees who told me that if you pray to lord nityananda you know uh, anything yeah. uh, then he is uh, very merciful uh, so uh, i remember like before my initiation i used to pray to lord nityananda you know for by uh, that you know please mm-hmm. say, I, that time i had not uh, known mm-hmm. who my guru maharaj is you know so i was just used to, uh, to you know pray and then uh, you know they say that somehow um, just like jagai and madai you know our life was, at least for myself my life was like that because i was not following regulate regulative principles i mean before i was also uh, uh yeah completely not following any regulative principles uh, you know mm-hmm. in the sense that uh, i was not vegetarian and you know so many other things uh, where if i reflect upon myself they were so uh, i mean it was such a animalistic life for myself but then uh, you know as uh, Uh, it's so wonderful here it's so wonderful to hear in krishna consciousness that uh, you know there is lord nityananda who is so so merciful otherwise you know sometime when we hear of krishna lord chaitanya and especially you know uh, when we hear this leela from chaitanya charitamrit uh, you know of uh, lord chaitanya that you know if any lady would come then she had to maintain a distance or that was another story where uh, this um, uh, it was bada haridas thakur he looked at uh, mm-hmm. correct me mata ji if i'm wrong that he looked at yeah, the yeah, lady right not chota uh, haridas chota haridas he looked at the lady with last time he could make out and see yeah, i was thinking oh my god it's so strict here and that he <laughs> not talk to i i really felt we should not even talk to any men or you know uh, you know like of course all prabhu ji is our uh, you know our age our brother and elder our uh, we address them prabhu ji but the elders are our like father you know but mm-hmm. still you know it's not like just said and done i mean you have to be you really have to um, make sure that you're you know you, because it's so strict strict and then regulations but then when you know like you hear of lord nityananda it's like you know you come back uh, uh, you feel that you feel relaxed you know and especially mm-hmm. like you uh, mentioned about jagai madai it is like um, you know just wanted to add one line to this I, i'm sure you added and my hearing power is so bad like sometimes i'm get so distracted in the morning with so many things going on mm-hmm. especially with no problem uh, yeah you you said that uh, you know like uh, uh, 
the point is that imagine he is instructing Lord Chaitanya that today's weapon is not uh, you know the chakra today's weapon is the holy name because uh, you know uh, uh, the holy name is non different from Krishna it's absolute mm-hmm. yes. so is like Lord Nityananda is like telling everyone and actually I developed this faith about Lord being absolute and Lord uh, you know that the, that this holy because I was initially in Krishna consciousness I couldn't understand that mm-hmm. why chanting chanting you do and then you know how is it really uh, cleaning our heart you know the mirror of our heart but then I realized that it is because Lord is not different from his uh, name and uh, you know he's so merciful in uh, he's given us so many in the Shiksha Ashtakam so many mm-hmm. names are there in the first Shiksha Ashtakam it says right and mm-hmm. but it's just that we don't have that faith and clarity you know of mind but then coming back to the story he says you have to give you have to give your name to them that's all you need to do you know so if you think of it like uh, I mean even uh, so much credit goes to Krishna coming in the form of Lord Chaitanya because you know young age became a sannyasi and then you know he was uh, because he wanted people to take him seriously and then you know he was propagating like it's so cute actually how Krishna sent um, you know like uh, like Lord Chaitanya especially because you know it's like uh, if Lord Chaitanya and Nityananda were not there then how would we know that you know this chanting is the process it was impossible and of course we give 100% credit to our acharyas and you know the whole family whole parampara it's so beautiful and but Lord Nityananda has a special place. Why? Because there are so many. And and then he mentioned one more line that you know there are everybody is a shudra and a jagai madai. So he's telling yes. Lord Chaitanya that you mm-hmm. know if everybody uh, if you're going to uh, you know like uh, how you have to kill so many people. Yes. So many you have to kill everybody. Yes. <laughs> unlimited. So best is to give the Hari name, Hari Nam, yes. you know, to everyone. And uh, and like uh, just imagine taking no offense. So I, I hope I can remember this at least for one year. That one thing that you said that I really like that point so from some book you read that when he was hit, you know, that time uh, he said that oh, it was just by mistake it fell, you know. So yeah. it is like how we can have that consciousness where if certain very bitter words are said to us or you know, like something uh, like, you know, hurt us or something like that, then we can just have to think of only one thing. Oh, it's just my karma. I was such a crazy person in my life before. And of course, I I should get the, uh, you know, karma of that, you know. And not that we are like forming grudges and getting angry, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. like things like that. So this is the realization I'm getting from what you said because how he, even blood was oozing from his forehead, but still he's saying, oh, it happened by mistake. So he was trying to cool down Lord Chaitanya by saying that, you know. So yes, um, you know, without spiritual master, it's very difficult. And yesterday I had gone to the temple and uh, in front of Sila Prabhupada, you know, somehow I was like, uh, you know, I was just praying to him that, uh, thank you so much for giving me a spiritual master, you know. And I was having tears of joy in my heart because I felt that if my spiritual master was not there with me, in certain ways, I'm not regularly in touch. But there are certain ways I am in touch also because, you know, I feel his presence. I feel, uh, you know, and like, thank you for saying that we should hear his classes. Like, you know, there was some situation of a temple and then, you know, I got involved. And then Guru Maharaj wrote a letter to me saying that, you know, spiritual daughter, what is going on. Is there any hmm. And I felt when I was in a situation where there was no one with me, 
I got an email from from Guru Maharaj, you know, mm-hmm. and I was like so happy. I felt like, and I was actually in tears yesterday, tears of joy, you know, mm-hmm. that imagine we are in this boat, which is not going to be shaky. You know why? Mm-hmm. Because our Lord Nityananda and our spiritual master is are there with us. They are yes. there with us wherever we are. <laughs> so we feel so secured, you know, more secured than we would have felt with our own biological parents. More secured. Yes. You know, so thank you, Mataji. I just got excited to speak. I'm sure others have comments and a wonderful class. And I'm so happy to start the day this way. We have a program in the afternoon today at one of the temples. Uh, you know, like all temples. No, yes. Our I temple did yesterday. So you know, sorry, Mataji. I am thankful to you, Mataji, for engaging. No, Mataji. We are we are celebrating second. Actually, yesterday we got into the mood because you know we celebrated. And today, in the, you know how it when you get up in the morning, it's like everything you start afresh, chanting. So then you think, okay, we have to fast. That was only coming to me. But then with your class, I'm like really excited to fast now. I'm really excited to do something for Lord. <laughs> you know, yeah, big up in the heart because he's knocking at the doors. Yes, 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 yes. And I and I hope today if we can all go out the Monday, and sometimes it's very hard to distribute books on Monday because people are not in a very good. Uh, Mood today, you know, because they have to switch gears from Saturday Sunday. I've seen that whenever I, I, I recently I've not been going, but Tuesday. But then we should still go today and you know give this uh, books away, and mm-hmm. uh, like that. Thank you so much, Mataji. I'm really thankful to you and your class, and we are so fortunate to be on this everyday chant Hari Nam conference call. Hari Hari Bol. Hari Krishna. All glories to Shri Lakshmi and Guru. Should we conclude, Mataji? If devotees have any, uh, have no comments or uh, questions or feedback, I just have one question, Mataji. Like, is there anything hmm. special we can prepare today, uh, which is a favorite of Lord Nityananda? Does anyone know? We can do some preparation accordingly if we have the ingredients at home. But uh, because normally we do, right? Some preparation of something uh, which is favorite. I don't know if anybody knows about it. Like for Radharani, we make arbi, you know. Uh, Radharani is arbi. I only know yeah. it, but I don't know any such thing as no. Nityananda. Okay, okay, okay. Then we can prepare a couple of uh, preparations and you know, like that. Okay. Yeah. If you. anybody wants to read um, uh, Adi Lila, there is a chapter. There are two chapters which speaks about Lord Nityananda. Um, can you please Adi Lila which chapter? Adilila, I'll, I'll give you the chapter names. I just remembered them and now I forgot. <laughs> I'll just yeah. um, chapter uh, five. I think one is chapter uh, chapter five is the glories of Lord Nityananda Balarama, and also mm-hmm. chapter fourteen, Lord Chaitanya's childhood. Uh, sorry, uh, chapter eleven, um, uh, expansions of Lord Nityananda and Chaitanya Bhagavata. Adi Khanda, ninth canto has childhood pastimes of Lord Nityananda and uh, many other pastimes in Chan, uh, Ch- uh, in the dif- uh, other Khandas actually. Okay, Mataji. And the Adi Khanda that you said that is not uh, is it uh, available online? It's Chaitanya Bhagavata. Chaitanya Bhagavata. I don't know if it is available online, Mataji. Actually, 
I I got book. I was looking for that, so I got those books. So I searched online, uh, but I don't know. I didn't find okay. one. Chaitanya Bhagavata is also like a series, like a Chaitanya Charitamrit. Yeah, it's about uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's life, uh, written by Sri okay. Vandavan Das Thakura. Uh, so okay. Chaitanya Chaitanya Charitamrita is Krishna Das Kavidas Goswami. Actually, I forgot to mention this point. Thank you so much. Lord Nityananda Mahaprabhu inspired Krishna Das Kavidas Goswami to write to go to Vrindavan and write Chaitanya Charitamrita. So he is the uh, uh, inspiration behind uh, because uh, there is a pastime. Uh, related to that, like uh, I, uh, I have to, I have to get the details because in Chaitanya Chaitamrita there will be so many. You have to read many times to remember, or you have to go and refresh. But I know this that Krishnadas Kavidas Goswami uh, has uh, in, was uh, inspired uh, by uh, uh, was uh, given instructions. Uh, Lord Nityananda has given instructions for him uh, to go and write. Uh, Nityananda Prabhu actually instructed uh, Krishna uh, Krishna Dasa Kaviraj Goswami to go to Vrindavan and uh, at Vrindavan um, he received orders of the Krishna to write Chaitanya Chaitamrita and then that's when he started writing Chaitanya Chaitamrita at the age of 90. So if you see Chaitanya Chaitamrita, he will be, it looks as if he's repeating himself, but he was not sure if he, he will be able to write everything. So wherever a reference comes, he will write. Again, he will uh, he will bring the details further, but he will summarize that. So it is so uh, wonderful, actually. Thank you so much, Mataji. Thank you for giving us the reference. We'll try to read. Let me see. I think I'll have to. Uh, of but course, Chaitanya Chaitanya you can read the. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have the other one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, Mataji. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna Mataji, thank you so much for this wonderful class and about Nityananda Triyadashi. Thank you so much. We are also bla always blessed to have you on conference call. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much Mataji. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Maybe we can conclude the session Mataji. Also Mataji, one more thing. There's a reference. Uh, there's uh, Lord Nityananda was born in the afternoon, noon time, right? Yeah, that's why we fast only until noon. Okay, okay, okay. Mm. And is there any other reference, like for example, uh, you know, uh, maybe you said it and I didn't hear it, because the middle I, told, I got another call, uh, that, you know, that there were signs, they could make out that it's Lord Nityananda is a special uh, soul. Would, are there some, like, you know, we Correct. used to hear about Lord Chaitanya, that when any, he would cry and then anybody who took Harinam and then he would uh, stop crying. <clears throat> I'll go and uh, uh, I have, I will uh, send you the details, Mataji, from the uh, Chaitanya Bhagavata, ninth chapter of Adikanda. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay, Mataji, no problem. Thank you. Hare Krishna. I think Nityagopal Das Prabhu is saying something. I don't know. Prabhuji, you are uh, saying something. We can't hear you. Yeah. Sorry, Mataji. Uh, uh, I, I just wanted to say that, you know, the class was so nectarian. The past times were wonderful. Thank you so much for such a wonderful service, Mataji. 
Thank you, Prabhu. I, I, I went, I went back and listened to your recording the other day. Uh, it was so good. Um, I really liked it. So some days when I have other service, I go because I download the recordings and I send. So I make a habit of listening to them before I send. So sometimes that's why you see delay. If I uh, if I don't listen, I listen to them. Make sure I listen to all the recordings and I send. So sometimes there will be delay. Sometimes in posting the recording, so you all should forgive me for that. But uh, yeah, that was such a wonderful session by you, Prabhu. Like um, you summarized everything, and then so nice it was. It's all the Guru Maharaj lecture, Mataji. I repeated nothing from my side. Yes, even if we do that. We will be purified, like. Thank, thank you for kind words, Mataji and Kirji. I really appreciate. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much for your service of uploading the lecture. It takes, you know, determination and the you know, time, time to do all this service. Thank you so much. My pleasure, Prabhu. Hare Paul. Krishna. We'll conclude the session, Mataji.